We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Thursday morning, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here today. Into the uh, screen a little bit there. There we go. Jeffrey Wright joining us as he does every single Thursday morning. We'll call him in a minute. NFL playoffs going on this weekend. Ole Miss faces Georgia in basketball noon on Saturday for uh, for that one. I think the women might play Georgia today for some reason. I won't say that's next up for them. So anyway, those... I think uh, that's right. I think yeah. they're in Athens. Yeah. So those topics and more coming up on the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Blue Sky locations throughout Mississippi lunch specials, any size fountain drink, bread of your choice, hot case, desserts, ribs tonight for dinner maybe. A lot of options for you there. <laughs> um Sorry. as the uh as the um the day goes on, whether it be lunch, dinner, gas, convenience store, plenty of options. Oxford Exxon Highway 6 and again coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Jeffrey Wright and others will join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive, you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify. If, if so, Andy Ledecky can help. He's a, a, a multiple, he owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so you have nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call 404-973-9901. So, uh, let's see. There's not a lot going on in the last 24 hours, honestly. I was sitting here going, well, hmm. Um, Jeffrey, ready? We know what we're doing. I'm about to hit him. One second. 
There's not much going on. There's a couple of things I'll touch on fast. Yeah, sure. We'll talk about Jaden Rashad in a minute because I think it's a big story. The bring him to Ole Miss narrative, if anybody does that to you, they're they're clickbaiting you. There's literally 0.0% signs that Ole Miss is still involved with Jaden Rashada. Just, I know that, that feels low. Probably not great. That feels low. Yeah, probably not great ratings fodder here. Sure. It would probably be more clickbaity to go, let me tell you for 35 minutes why Ole Miss is the perfect fit for Jaden Rashada, except he's not. It's not happening. Um, and then uh, the kid from Louisiana, Howard, every, every literally everyone says his – deal to TCU is basically done. Transferring. He got in the yeah, portal sure. from LSU. Um, the one bit of college sports news that did come out yesterday is from the D1 baseball council. That's council. They kind of reminded me in the stream there. Uh, starting in July, the third assistant for college baseball will be a full-time paid position. In the past, you've had the head coach, two paid assistants, and then a volunteer position that got paid by basically camp money and could not recruit off campus. So now that third assistant spot is a full-time normal position. You'll have some schools who go out and kind of get somebody. Um, some schools who simply pay their third assistant. They currently have a uh, a wage. Um, my gut is that Ole Miss will allow Chris Cleary to stay as long as he would like to stay. And then should he move or go somewhere else or try to move up somewhere, maybe they – reevaluate sort of the way they do assignments but i mean again this is not even really source it's just my opinion i i don't expect it to change much other than chris cleary will be able to get paid more money and go out on the road for uh for the rebels so there's that yeah yeah i mean you're not firing assistants because they now allow you to pay them no that would be a weird move feels sort of strange it would but i mean the point is if you could redo if you're starting from scratch and if you're old miss there is a working theory that would make sense to have Carl essentially just be a recruiter, Mike be the hitting coach, Clement, and oh, yeah. then hire a pitching coach. Um, if you're just completely building the staff right. from from scratch, where that did not work in the past, you go, hey, just go get somebody. It's like, okay, what reputable pitching coach are you coming in to get paid camp money for? That's not that, Auburn that, did that, it with Tim Hudson. He, they did, sure. Yes, that's that's I mean, very very true. Well, there yes. you go. Yes. Go hire Oral Hershiser or something. If he would like to come on down, he could afford it, and it would all work out <laughs> swimmingly. Um, might have been how Darren Erstad first got started See? back in the day. Trevor Bauer did not do anything right That's now. That's a good point. Trevor Bauer's free. I mean, and he's getting paid already. Ole Miss could get him for less than seven. He might even be able. To, he might even be able to give to the NIL. Oh. See, you, you just you always create problems, and I, I solve. You're looking them. for solutions. I so. solve problems. Hire Trevor Bauer. He might have some personnel issues. HR might have might have some flags, but it'll be all right. Yeah. You're not paying him. It's true. And what if he helps with your spin rate? He probably would. He probably would. He was ahead of the curve on spin rate. Yeah. When Lance Lynn hangs it up, if he gets bored, he can come back and coach some ball. They're not requiring vaccines anymore. No. See, not. you're all good. This is solved. I mean, call Mike and say, hey, Neil's got this figured out. We'll come by, fill you in on what we need to do here. We'll handle this. Um, I don't know what Lance will do when he's done. He's still pitching at a high level. You got to look. 
Your arm health is pretty good when you can just throw fastballs. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of pronation, not a lot of stuff going on there. Just just throw forever. What's up, Jeffrey? How are you? I am well. Yourselves? Uh, Good. Neil's wanting to hire Trevor Bauer as the Ole Miss's pitching coach. Well, I'm not wanting to. I just came up with a solution. I mean, Chase said that the problem is that it's hard to find, you know, reputable pitching coaches to come basically work for free. And I said, well, Auburn did it with Tim Hudson. To which he had no response. He looked at me like, oh, I guess I'm busted here. And I said, so here's the solution for Ole Miss. You hire Trevor Bauer. He's making $22 million to sit home. You just bring him in. He might even give to the collective. You're not requiring vaccines anymore. That's not an issue. This is easy. It's done. Isn't that blood money? I mean, it's but it's college sports. Aren't we past the whole wholesome charade? I mean, we're... we're, right, we're, but like, we're think, like, in the end... I think what gets left out of the Bauer conversation, it's not necessarily like, like his is more complicated, but the thing that struck me about the entire thing is basically when he needed character witnesses, there really wasn't anyone that was willing to be like, you know, he's just misunderstood. Everyone's like, that guy's a dick. And so like, he basically got a lifetime achievement award for his suspension. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but like, but also like, like, okay, I'll, I'll play your game. But the problem with your analogy, what is Trevor Bauer's connection to, to Ole Miss? Well, I mean, we're, I mean, well, I'm the, being, I'm being yeah. facetious. I mean, yeah, I just, but like at least, at least with Tim Hudson, you can say, well, he did play there and he's part of the family, Neil. That's true. It's his family. Glavin's kid plays at Auburn. So maybe Tom Glavin yeah. joins. Joins Ole Miss or joins Auburn? Well, probably <laughs> Auburn. But, I mean, See, at Auburn, family means really more. good connections for other schools, but not for Ole Miss. Yeah. Family well, as we just, said, when Lance Lynn hangs it up, he can come on back and coach some ball. Is Pomeran still pitching? Yeah. What's his like, deal? Yeah. Bring him in. I don't think Drew would be a very good coach, Jeffrey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he would be able to relay it to the younger generation. <laughs> think that's fair but i don't know his dad was a pretty good pitching coach yeah he was drew might have mellowed a little bit now yeah a little, a little younger a little I'm older worried about drew's i'm not worried about drew's uh like fire or whatnot i'm worried about like drew's communication because drew's yeah. always been the best like from the time that drew like picked up a baseball he was the best i'm not sure i don't i don't know how he would communicate to those that aren't We'll just throw it 95 on the black. That's hard for the elite guys to tell it like, because they expect, hey, you just do it. I mean, that's, that's, that's what happens. That's, that's right. how that works. It was one of the reasons that Larry Bird's yeah. tenure as a coach was amazing because he was actually able to communicate and relate to people that were nowhere near as good as he was. Yeah. Magic Johnson, on the other hand, couldn't do it. He couldn't <laughs> understand why can't you just do what I'm telling you to do. Well, like Ted Williams had the same problem. Who didn't we? I think we came up, didn't we come up with a list of best player coach GMs? Like in, I guess bird has to be the answer, right? Yeah. Almost has to be bird. I'm trying to think, is there anyone else that's even, I mean, I'm sure we're forgetting someone, but I think the answer has to be in basketball or baseball, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's bird. Is there a former great NFL player that also went like Dan Reeves, I guess was a good player and a, 
good coach, but I don't know if he was ever graded either. I'm trying to think. I'm I'm I mean, Ditka was a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. That's that that maybe that that should be under consideration. I mean, do we get to count Jerry West because of what he did for the Lakers as an executive? Yeah. Does that count? It's not coach, but West is probably the best example of player and executive. Yeah. But I guess you could also put Bird because Bird was also a front office guy. Yeah, Bird did all of it. Mm-hmm. But like you know, on the other on the flip side, like Jordan's been horrible at it. Jordan's been horrible at it from a executive side and from an ownership side. That's true. Yeah. And I, I I just think sometimes people that are the absolute upper crust of what they do just cannot relate to what they view as average. They can't they yeah, can't I, they can't dumb I, it down. I, I, they're they're, well, they're too I, I don't smart. I don't know if it's necessarily like specific to sports. You know what I mean? Like no, sure, it's highly, everything. You know, like highly effective leaders don't really stand for those that can't do like that don't have the same that don't have the same drive that they do. I, I think it. I think it goes. I think it more maybe even more of a human nature thing than it is particularly athletics. I did not expect to be thinking of how could we get Trevor Bauer to Oxford to coach up to coach up some pitching this year. No, you but, never know what you're going to get here on this podcast, especially no, no. in January when basketball's college basketball, which normally would be the the topic of conversation, is kind of off limits at this point. Um, it's 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 makes makes it challenging. It's like I'm when June comes to January. Chase has the receipts. I'm very upset at myself. Vegas gave us free money on Tuesday with Auburn. Why was that line up like? That line was a point and a half, and so I got so spooked because I thought they knew something. A lot of people did that. They went completely the other way just because you went, ooh. There's like, I, you know what I mean? Like, if you had been following the Rebels, you knew this ain't right. Well, I mean, to make it, I mean, your, your argument was they played well against Tennessee at home for the majority of the game. It's at home. I mean, home teams win basketball games. Auburn is not exactly great from outside. I mean, you can get there. And the other, but like the other argument is like, in general, Kermit's teams play well against Bruce's teams. Like yeah. that that dates back even to MTSU. But I mean, I, I I know Neil has to be careful, and I guess Chase to a certain extent. Uh this team's on Q watch for me. And I'm not talking about Q and on. Yeah. No, I listen, I I think <laughs> here's the inside baseball stuff. If they lose Saturday to Georgia. Uh-huh. And I don't know what that line is. Georgia beat Mississippi State at home last night by six, I think, in what was an absolute rock fight. Yeah, they basically made some free throws, and that was the difference because nobody could score. There was two games on TV last night that I kind of watched. I watched Georgia State some, and I watched Arkansas-Alabama a good bit. Yeah, that game was weirdly a rock fight, too. It kind of was a rock fight. Arkansas needed it to be a rock fight because they kept getting in foul trouble. Um, but Alabama's really, really good. Really, really good. Alabama's good enough to win the whole thing. Um, so I'm great. That's great to hear because yesterday on the show, live in real time, I decided I was going to put some futures down to make myself uh, uh, watch more. Bama was one of the teams I picked. I picked Bama, yep. UCLA. And I don't love it, but I picked it because they fit the profile. Kansas, I don't love having a future on a team trying to win back-to-back. 
But I got Kansas at 12 to 1, and I don't think you'll get them at 12 to 1 probably the rest of the way. No, and, and Kansas is good enough to win the whole thing again, uh, also. Sure. But uh, I just, you back- know, I don't. My, my argument against Kansas is, I mean, how many teams win back-to-back? But. Yeah, it's super hard. All right, back to what I was saying, though. Mm-hmm. If Ole Miss loses on Saturday to Georgia, we've officially hit the point where you have to start asking questions. And I'm, I literally was, like, standing in the shower yesterday, and I was thinking about, like, how do you ask what needs to be asked? And – you like shuffle through it 10 times over and you just don't get the words right. Like how do you at Owen five in January, how do you ask a coach about the future? It, it, it is one of my favorite journalism things that you do. You stand there and just start, you start practicing questions wherever you are and going, Hey, is this the wording? Is this exactly how this needs to, yep. and it shouldn't be this freaking complicated, no. but to get the answer, you have to, massage it so the problem though with this is like let's 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 distill it down to the basics what is the real question do you expect to be back next year because like i i don't know what the question is is the question about see that can't be the question because that that's not his choice he can't answer that the question here's the here's the question that i came up with in my mind are you okay are you do you think the direction of the program is acceptable? Like, I don't know. Go, yeah, go ahead. The, here's, here's what I kind of came up with is before the season, and this very recently, Keith Carter in an interview, I'll give credit where credit's due, Keith Carter in an interview with uh, David Johnson of 247 Sports, I don't have the exact words in front of me, but Keith essentially said, and I'm, again, paraphrasing, that the NCAA tournament, making the tournament, remains the standard for the program. Is that basically right? Chase? Yeah, I'll find the exact quote, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, so that's that's paraphrased, at least. Well, it's also not true, but okay, if it's, okay. If it's on the record, it's on the record. Yeah, yes. if, if, if he said that on the record to a, a, a media member on the beat. Yeah, it becomes true when Keith says it, because he's the Yeah, AD. if Keith says that's the standard, well, then that's the standard. And so if that's the standard, you're 0-5, realistically, unless you go 12-1 and the rest of the way, or unless you catch some magic fire in Nashville and win five games in five nights, good luck. You're not going to the NCAA tournament. How do you how do you change the expectations internally in your program and keep guys motivated to play when your postseason goal is already basically off the table? Yeah, and I and I have it here before you answer, Jeffrey, and it's um this is from again from David two four seven. He says, Keith answering the question, talking about expectations. I think it probably depends on where you are with your specific program. If you're in year one or two and rebuilding and trying to do some things, then maybe NIT or one of the other postseason opportunities is something that's okay. But I think where we are with both of our basketball programs right now, the NCAA tournament is the standard. That's what we'll be pushing toward, and I think that's what we need to expect year in and year out. I'm with you, Jeffrey. I mean, is that realistic? History says it's not. My deal is, my my deal is, is forget whether or not, like, let's let's set aside whether or not it's realistic because I I think that's a different question. Mm -hmm. Based on, let's see, Neil, you are how old? Fifty-three. And you have been familiar with Ole Miss basketball since I believe what 1988. Yep. Okay, Chase, you're how old? Thirty-nine. Okay, I am thirty-four. Uh, we are both familiar with Ole Miss basketball since basically we were able to walk. Um, yeah, sure. Let's see. 
at what point in time was it ever the standard and the accepted reality of going to the tournament? I mean, it's one period. It's 97 to 2001. Correct. And if, you know, I, I think what Rob doesn't do. Rod missed it. What he went, he went three out of four years, right? They missed it. 97 was Temple, 98 was Valpo. They finally won a game in 99, and then uh, 2000 was maybe NIT, 2001 was Sweet 16, and 2002 was a first-round loss. Right, and in that in the NIT year, I do not remember Rod getting fired. I also don't remember his job coming under, uh, under question. Like, that's just not the standard. Like, that's just not true. Like, I think if you want to say the NCAA tournament, now I understand also from Keith's perspective, like there's a, there's an executive aspect, like, but you know, this is the same thing that I'm dealing with Memphis football when their AD comes out and says six and six isn't acceptable. Well, this is the second straight year that the coach has gone six and six and you didn't make a change. So why don't we just acknowledge that it is acceptable? Like, you know what I mean? Like I understand from like a positioning and a PR standpoint that you want to say that, but it's simply not true. Play games that are relevant deep into the season and make the tournament some. I I honestly think it's fair to say the expectation should be every third year. I also acknowledge, I don't know if an athletic director can come out and say, you know what we expect every of every third year. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I understand that. I just I get very annoyed when when people put on the record what the standard is and then you don't hold yourself to the record. Like I don't think that's a winning formula either. This episode of the podcast brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets you bogged down. You may feel overwhelmed. Like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, you may be more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. Look, I know sometimes, you know, you get help from friends and family, but sometimes you need a professional. Somebody with no preconceived notions, somebody can help you sort it out from the very beginning. They don't have any knowledge, any emotions to it. It's all about you and getting better with whatever it is that ails you. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash MPW. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. They want to thank Rebel Nation for the incredible support in 2022 for your generosity. The Champions Now campaign nearing $52 million. They're looking forward to an even bigger 2023. So for info on that, or Ole Miss Athletics in general, give to athletics.com is the website. And then uh, with basketball season heating up the men's and women's programs, show your support for their efforts on the court by signing up for the Pledge Per Win campaign. You can sign up to pledge a specific amount for every Rebel win and earn blue priority points through every donation. Visit give to athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss, Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-715. Five nine podcasts also brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. You can get everything from their newest option, the New Orleans style barbecue. It is my new favorite. The signature is a favorite as well. Very versatile options. 
the full meals in a bag, the garlic herb butter, the French Quarter Alfredo, or the Simply Shrimp, so you can season yourself for those with a few more discerning of a palate. But either way, you get it shipped directly to your door, and in fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. Again, primeshrimp.com. We've been telling you the last few days, it is king cake season with Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Let them help you out with a king cake from now. All you need is 24 hours notice. You call up. They've got some new flavors. They've got their uh, their cheesecake flavor, which was a huge hit, the pecan praline, the new blueberry cheesecake, all the different options there at Johnston Hill Creamery, all their cheeses locally and in-house every day. Order right online. Go to their Instagram page, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. To fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. You can also transfer those medications. You can do that easily. You make one phone call. They take care of the rest. G&M, Tyson Drugs, 662-236-2222. No, that's it's it's complicated because look, I, you know where I'm going with this. the The moment that Kermit's not the coach anymore, whether that's in March or whether that's next March or whatever, when, whenever that moment is, it's no longer about him. Now, now, if you're Keith and Alan Green and the people over there, you've got to go make a hire that makes a difference. Because if you just repeat it, then it's your fault. So that's the question. I think that's kind of the bigger questions to me with Kerman is where did it go wrong? Because I think I can make a case that it never really went right. Oh, I think that's more than fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's the, the it's the conversation. It's the conversation that I'd, it's the pre I mean, I'm I'm admitting my own failures here. I mean, I really am. I feel like I'm, we're having like a conversation because I've, I've not asked these questions. Do one of the questions that if I had the guts to ask it, and I like Kermit. He's a nice guy. I think he would take offense to this question. Do you think that you recruited the same players that you recruited at Middle Tennessee at Ole Miss? And looking back, do you think maybe you should have recalibrated the level of player that you recruit? And here's what I mean when I say that. Yeah, no, I agree. Because at, at, at Middle Tennessee, in that league, look, Kermit's a good, good basketball coach. Yeah, he didn't forget X's and O's. At, at Middle Tennessee, I think he was able to take his Jimmys and beat your Joes with his coaching. And in the SEC, Correct. you can't do it in this. League. You can't do it. Like Andy and I had this conversation. I don't think Andy would mind me saying this. We were this is this is fairly recently. He was. We were not talking about Ole Miss. We were just talking about the difference in the leagues. He's in a league now where he's been in the league for a while, and like Stansberry's been been coaching for a while. And sometimes, by the way, they played last night and on television. Have y'all gotten a look at Rick recently? Was he there last night? Oh, maybe that they, I, you know, I thought that was him on the sideline, but I get that makes me feel better. That he, he is, he has not been well. He, he had not coached. Uh, he had oh, not really, he had not coached in several, several. Uh, he had not, if he coached last night, it was his first league game to coach. He's, he's not been doing well. He's had a health yes. has had That's a health really, issue. Okay, okay, that makes you feel better. Like, because I was like, the guy looked enough like Rick that like he still had like the gelled back hair, but I was like, 
he looked like the crypt keeper. Okay, that makes me feel better that it wasn't Rick. Yeah, because I, 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 I was like, I got like legitimately worried. Yeah, I, well, I, I think there is concern about his health. I don't. I'm gonna guess that he wasn't there last night. But yeah, it says I, I just saw a story that says he was not. They they beat Andy, but they but he but he wasn't. Yeah, Andy's still, Andy's um, team has hit a rough patch. But he he was talking about how in in that league sometimes you can coach against young coaches that are still sort of learning how to coach. Sure. And you can out coach them a little bit. And in the SEC, it just doesn't happen like that because you're night in and night out, you're going up against Nate Oates, John Calipari, uh, Bruce Pearl, Rick Barnes, uh, Musselman. The list goes on and on, right? I mean, you, you, you're the coaches, like in the, in the past, Frank Martin, even. I mean, you're just going up against good coaches. You're not just going to out coach people with rare exception. You're not just going to show up and go, hey, I don't have the talent you've got, but. Watch this. We're going to throw this scheme at you, and we're just going to wipe you off the floor. That just doesn't happen. And so I think it's about athletes, and that's where I I question whether – more than anything, I don't question effort. I don't question dedication. I don't question coaching. I don't. I know what people talk about is style, and I do think the style is a, a problem. That being said, I just think so much of it is evaluations. No, I think the style is a problem, but I don't think it's anywhere near the biggest problem. Like, in the end, if you're not – I guess the other question, though, to be completely fair, does he have a job that you can get players? Well, that's the question. I mean, that's that's what I mean. When you turn the page, whenever that is, when you turn the page, the question is, okay, can you – is this – is this a job you can win at? And if the answer is, well, no, then, okay, we well, got to fix that. Like, I got the mailbag question because people kind of push back a little bit about my insistence that you have to be good at basketball. You have to be. I don't think it's a choice. That's my opinion. If I'm, people go, well, if you were AD, what would you do? I'm like, well, I'm not the AD. But if I were the AD, in those meetings, I would say, this is not acceptable. It's not about him. It's not about, we have to be better. Well, we can't be. Well, then we have to figure out how to be. It has to matter because the sport matters. You look around and you see these crowds. At, like you look at the crowd at Bud Walton last night. You look at the crowd at, at, um, at Coleman the other day when, when Kentucky was in town. You, you look just around the country and you see these crowds and you can't just, you can't just go, well, we, we don't do that here. We'll wait for baseball season. Nope, it just, that's unacceptable. It has nothing to do with baseball. So you have to figure it out. And I don't know whether that's resources, whether it's, Whenever you make a move, you've got to bring in somebody who excites people to the point that resources, extra resources show up, period. I mean, it's, no, it's I, end it, of it, conversation. It, it, to, to your point, like, you hear this more probably in, in football, but the reality is these coaches don't, don't – the ones that aren't embracing NIL – I don't even think it's necessarily that they're not embracing player acquisition. I think when you really distill it down, what you hear is I don't want to be the guy that has to put the money together. And I think the biggest problem is I think that's your number one job now. Oh, I do too. I do too. I think it's, I think 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 there's one. I think the number one responsibility is make sure that you have that. Like, I think it's a part of, I think it is a part of roster allocation. What do you make of this Jaden Rashada thing? I know we don't have you forever. I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, you got to fill me in here. 
So, yeah, I know. I forget. <laughs> Minutia but, of college football. Wasn't your show yesterday, Jeffrey? So, Jaden Rashad, uh, no. the, the four-star, five-star. Is there a Spencer Sanders rumor going around? Yeah, yeah that's, that too. Uh, let's go. Okay, well, Chase and I will handle Rashad later. Uh, let's get your thoughts on Spencer Sanders. Are you – if if I tell you – and look – I don't know that it's done. I don't I don't know exactly what's going on. It's really hard to get concrete information out of out of Ole Hypothetically if Spencer Sanders signs with Ole Miss. What 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 does that tell you? Is there an issue with Dart that I don't know about? Not to our knowledge. If there is, I'm unaware. To me, my first thought is uh I'm worried about Jackson's shoulders. Um I don't understand bringing in Spencer Sanders. Like it's one thing to bring in quarterback depth. I I don't think Spencer Sanders left Oklahoma state to go, you know, to go be a a depth guy. I also have watched enough Spencer Sanders to know like, yeah, you you can kind of win with him, but Jackson's a better football player. Agreed. So I don't, I don't understand that. That is, and maybe, maybe I'll find out that I'm wrong that, but I don't think, I think the other thing we can safely say we learned this year is while the big 12 was a competitive league and kind of a fun league, I think we saw that there was clearly when Kansas state, when Kansas state and, and TCU are duking it out for the title, that typically means that. You know, that's the canary in the gold mine and the coal mine that the league's probably not great. I don't think you just go into the SEC and take a step up. So that's a confusing that's a confusing reality to me. You know, Luke Altmeyer was a really good soldier all yeah. year because Luke had a transfer year. He knew he was getting in the portal. Um he very clearly communicated that. I mean, I don't know this, but I'm I'd bet a lot of money on it based on conversations and common sense that he basically said when they named Darth the starter, Hey, look, I'm, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to be a good soldier, but do not put me in the game. I'm saving this year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think there, was a, there was a moment where like, you know, he would have gone in and then they played, uh, they played dent. Yeah. yeah. And so, he was a good soldier. He had the transfer year. There was a lot of interest in the in the tampering portal for Luke, and so he knew he was going to have options. If you and listen, I'm all for bringing in competition. Do it. Go for it. This just feels weird because you got through. You got through basically saying, "Hey, Jackson, you you got to be the leader." And he was a really he played really well. I thought late in the season, I thought he played really well. I didn't think he was the problem. And now you bring in somebody where whoever doesn't win that, are they going to be as good of a soldier? I mean, if Spencer Sanders, who played a ton of football at Oklahoma State, is he going to be content to standing on the sideline holding a clipboard? And if Jackson, who played a ton of football, and neither one of them would have their transfer year available, if he's not the starter, I mean, how? And he's become a dominant leader. What do you well, do? I it guess, just if you want to go, if you want to go skeptical, is it possible the fact that they, neither has their transfer year that you can kind of use that? I, I mean, I guess locker room I, issues abound. I mean, listen, here, here's here's the thing, and people can people can get as mad as you want. 
one of the storylines, and again, I just don't know that anybody's willing to really dive in on it and touch it, is that that was not they there was there were chemistry issues on that team dating back to late October that had nothing to do with Auburn. Now the Auburn yeah. stuff, the Auburn stuff didn't help. It yeah. it brought a lot of stuff boiling to the surface, yeah. but the pot was already simmering. I mean, that was not a super happy football team. Middle of the year. It just wasn't. There was there was a lot going on. And so it just feels I mean, I get it. I get, if you can bring in another quarterback who's who, who's talented and adds to competition, I get it 100%. I just understand that on the flip side it's like you might be inviting some trouble. What's Sanders' motivation here though? I mean, that's the thing here. Are we missing something where he's going somewhere else, but they're trying to get a win over Ole Miss Could be. and make it real public and Could all be. this kind of stuff? Because yeah, if I'm Spencer Sanders, thing. I'm aware of Jackson Dart. Barring some injury we're unaware of, right. it makes no sense. He doesn't want it, to transfer to be a backup. And it, at minimum, it's 50% on who's going to win this competition. I mean, it The just, only thing I can think of is Spencer Sanders is married. Like, I don't know. Does he have, does he have kids now? Like, what if this is... Hey man, he's literally just taking the payday. He doesn't really yeah. care about whether or not he does or doesn't play. Like I, I, I could buy that, but then I would have serious questions. If you're Ole Miss and you're spending five hundred grand or whatever, you're spending you're spending that much money on your backup quarterback. Doesn't that not make sense? That makes yeah, no sense. it makes no sense, and I don't think the number would be anywhere close to right. that. Whatever, a hundred, let's say one hundred and fifty grand yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, aren't you better off trying? to? Trying to go get another receiver. Why is he Are leaving Oklahoma on- State? By the way, uh, uh, there seems to be there seems to be a Gundy issue. Okay, like if you have you, I don't know if you kept up a ton. Like his, he's losing starters left and right. Yeah, I can tell. It, it's either a Gundy issue or it is they they cannot pay issue. There's a culture issue at Oklahoma State. Very clearly, they're having a a locker room issue there. Correct. It's just an interesting dynamic. I, 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 on one hand, I get it, and on the other hand, like like Chase said, if I'm Spencer Sanders, I'm like, wait, hold up, and maybe there's something more to it's it. It's why I feel like we're missing something. Well, and it, we, we, I would hope it's just, hey, you're just trying to drive the price up and make somebody else pay for them. Maybe so. And it, this this whole recruiting thing has gotten so super secretive that it's almost ridiculous at this point. Well, it's, isn't it isn't it ironic how. It's gotten like that yet at the time, the re- the other flip side is like, at least they're acknowledging that it's pay for play. Like it's weird. It's how like on one hand it's at least gotten apparent or it's gotten open. And then on the other hand, it's like, now it feels like more than ever. It feels like they're protecting state secrets. Yeah. Some it it's, it's the part of it that ex- is exhausting a little bit is like, Oh, come on. Like getting information about even, and I'm not criticizing. It's just it's one of those things. I mean, people, people are like, where's the recruiting stuff? It's like, man, I mean, we're trying. I mean, I, I don't even know who's coming in tomorrow. Well, and then, then I'm not sure they know who's coming in tomorrow. That are charging for quotes and whatnot. It's like, yeah. I, that's not journalism. That's that. That's a PR. It's a PR company. <laughs> Caden Prescore responded the other day. He goes, yeah, I'll talk to you. And I was like, really? You'll like have a four minute conversation. I mean, and all we did was exchange DMs. I mean, I was just shocked. Was oh, that still it? That's it. Yeah. I was like, hey, we can chat or we can do DMs. He goes, is it okay if we do DMs? I'm like, that's fine. All right, whatever. Here, here's the four questions. Just answer them. And he did. And he did, and it was fine. Yeah. I mean, now, I mean, I, I know he's he's got a fiance. I mean, you want to talk about someone that is an adult. Like, he's a, a fiance, and they've got a little girl. Like, so, I mean, yeah. 
I don't think you have to play the game as much with guys like that. But I mean, the, I mean, the other thing like that I'm thinking about, it's like, what's Alabama doing at quarterback? Nobody's a hundred percent sure exactly how good Ty Simpson is or isn't because he didn't play over the other kid when young got hurt. I mean, we heard that he was, Oh God, this phenom that was yeah. going to take the thing by storm. And it's been sort of hush on him lately. Well, I mean, that was the other thing I kept thinking was, I don't know if necessarily that's a point against him because maybe what you realize, like, all right, well, let's just put Milro in there, let him run around and, and we can win the games that way rather than burn a year of Simpson. But at the same time, it's like we saw Milro almost cost them the Texas A&M game. Yeah. So, and, and at no point did I even see Ty Simpson warming up. I have a suspicion it was just, hey, we're not going to play Simpson till he's ready. We're not going to do anything that might burn a red shirt. We're not going to – I don't I don't know. Beats me. But it was so weird because you get the four games. I know. And maybe he just wasn't ready or they just didn't think he was ready or maybe they did. They felt, felt like if they played him that Milrow would bolt too. I, I, I don't know. My guess, and you all can tell me if you think I'm barking up the wrong tree, my guess is their starting quarterback's not on their roster yet. That would have been my guess until a couple of these, you know, like Drake May stayed and the kid from Wake, Hartman, ended up at Notre Dame. Uh, and I'm not even trying to start something. It is important to note, he stayed for the first go-round. Yeah, but it sounds like he's, it sounds like he's good. I mean, if you want to go really skeptical... That was just Drake May's way of saying, all right, boys, we're driving the price up even more. If he didn't have the ties to that would be North a hill Carolina, move at this point. Yeah, with I, I just don't know. I think it would be a hill, a heel move. I also think what the most likely scenario was, was people were going after him and Carolina just was like, well, basketball's next week. Like, hang on. And then once they realized it, Carolina took care of it. Like, that's my suspicion. That's what I think, too. I, I don't. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him, but I think there are. I don't know. I guess that's the other thing. It's like I keep thinking there's going to be another round of quarterback carousel, but then you start thinking about it's like who is there? And listen, it's possible. I know. I know this is sacrilegious to say this out loud. Not to piggyback on David Pollock, but it's possible that the dynasty's over and there's a new dynasty. Oh, I think I think they've certainly traded places. I think it is a hundred percent fair to say that Alabama is now what Georgia has been, and Georgia is what Alabama has been. I think that's fair. Yeah. I also do not think that Nick Saban's going into the year unsettled at quarterback. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So either his guy is on the roster or he's not. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to look over there and go, yeah, you know what? This is what it is. I, I don't Whoops. think this is going to be a year where, like, uh, John Parker Wilson ends up playing. You know what I mean? Right. Because he's just there. I mean, I just think it's possible that not that the game has passed him by or any of that stuff, but that they he's just been outmaneuvered a little bit. Well, like, I, I, And listen, here's, hey, here's the thing about Alabama that nobody ever really wanted to talk about. And it was one of the Saban pushed back pretty hard about some of the pay for play and all that stuff because Alabama doesn't have the resources that Georgia has. No, he said he straight up said, I can't make more rich people in Alabama. Yeah. Well, I mean, the day that he, you know, made the comments about Jimbo or whatever, that was at a fundraiser in Birmingham trying to get more people to raise more money. I mean, that was the motivational tactic. Yes. That he was trying to say, Hey, they've, he he came across the wrong way, but he I don't think he meant to say, "Hey, Jimbo's out there cheating, buying players." I think he was just saying, "Hey, they have more money." And price, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. I think that was it, and it just kind of came out wrong. Then Jimbo blew it up, and yeah. I know you got to go. What's going on with uh, what's going on with your show? Well, uh, the Tigers lost at UCF in double overtime last night. Mm, um, mm-hmm. The Grizzlies. One last night, but it wasn't like super clean. Although, you know, in the NBA, it's funny how in college yeah. sports we grade the win, but in the NBA, all we care, or in professional sports, all we really care about, what's the final record? Like, it is kind of funny how we, how we, like in college, college sports, we have to be like, was that a good win? Like in, in the NBA, it's like no one really cares. Yeah. And these are the dog days of the NBA season. You're just trying to survive. Correct. Hey, thanks for the time as always, my friend. All right, boys. Be good. Later, Joe. Jeffrey Wright joining us there as he does every single Thursday. Um, I guess we'll tease him, talk about it. Jaden Rashada. He's he's currently not in, enrolled, but he is a Florida signee. Yeah, he signed uh, his papers. His dad says that Florida's not letting him out of his NIL. They're still working on it. So on three, correct me if I'm wrong, on three reported that he has asked out of his. I I don't know who reported it, but 247 came back and said no and said, quoting the father that, no, we haven't asked out. Yeah, correct. But he's not enrolled. That is correct. A very public quarterback with very public NIL situations earlier in in the calendar year. Yeah. Or last calendar year. Well, we always said that this day would come. When promises were made, and then the moment would come when you're like, okay, well, where's my money? 
And they'd be like, well, we're getting to it. No, no, I need it now before I, before I get start my cock here. Well, we got... You know, when the mail goes through Memphis, Jaden, you just never know where it's going to go. And I just have, I mean, this is this was inevitable, wasn't it? When you have a kid who's out there essentially going, hey, highest bidder. And the then, question, okay, here's the deal. It, it, it's one of two things. I mean, this isn't overly complicated, barring something I'm incredibly unaware of. It's one of two. Has Florida tried to change the terms of the deal or something hadn't gone through? That They've got some issue administratively. Well, that's the rumor. Or is Rashada going, yeah, I know that's what we agreed upon, but that's not going to get me there. Either I need it earlier or I need more, and that's the holdup. Because it's, it's some combination or one or the other. That's My it. guess, and I, I'm saying this figuratively, is that the check bounced. That's my guess. Well, my if guess that is, check is bouncing, then... Well, that's the rumor. Then that they're they, all bouncing. Well, that's what they're saying. Again, it's one thing to go, we'll pay you $11 billion. Yeah. Okay, I'm coming. All right, when they get there, where's my $11 billion? Well, what we meant was 50000 You know, in increments. We'll get it to you. It's coming. I kind of, I'm at the point where I need it now. And he's essentially holding out. And he's, yeah, he's holding out. It's a professional term. So here's the deal. If we really are going to say this is professional sports and we're going to head down the path of professional sports, at some point, professional sports, the money has to become transparent. It's not professional sports. It's anarchy. There's a difference. But you understand my point. This is, I know. And that's why. It's why it's anarchy. It's not professional sports. Not even a little bit. Professional sports are the most meticulous, well, we know organized Car- dollar situations imaginable. Well, we know Carlos Correa got six years, $200 million. We know that Rafael Devers, $75 million of his money was deferred. Yeah. We know specifics. In this, it's everything is secretive and cloudy. And shh. People like me are like, I'm, this is dumb. This is not important enough for it to be that big of a secret. Why is this such a secret? We can't tell you who's coming on a visit. Oh, my God. Spare me the drama. It's it's a college football program. We're not curing something here. And so when stuff like this happens, I'm not even a little surprised. I got that question. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. Yeah, are you surprised this Jaden Rashad? Not even a little bit. I mean, I saw the kid in Las Vegas with my own two eyes, said hello to him. He was wearing Florida stuff and cheering for the Gators. and Had a rough day. They had a rough day, but he stuck it out. When I left at the first part of the fourth quarter, he was still down there was in his he? jersey cheering on the Gators. Was he? And I'm sure part of him was thinking, hey, I'll, I'll come in there and solve this. Well, yeah, they all think that. And then weeks I'm later, the weeks later, it comes time to show up. And it seems, and look, I'm, I'm, I'm putting two and two together. It seems that there was an upfront payment that was supposed to be made that hasn't been made. And he's like, well, I'm not doing this without my money. I picked, I'm going clear across the country to play college football it's because of a bidding situation. Because I don't think Florida is where Jaden Rashada would have chosen to play had money not been an issue. 
I don't know where it would have been, but I don't think it would have been Florida. He chose Miami first. He did. And the rumor there was there was a huge NIL agreement. Yeah. No, other than the Tennessee kid, Nico, the Tennessee kid's name, who I'm, I'm forgetting right now, he was the most public NIL quarterback of the class, Rashada. Yeah. From a that's what this is yeah. standpoint. Power Gr- to him. But. Grind makes a point. Napier shouldn't even want the kid at this point. I mean, if Jaden Rashada shows up now. Not exactly leading your program out of the out of the cellar right now, it doesn't feel like. I mean, if he shows up right now, everybody around there goes, how much did you get? Oh. I didn't get that much. And there are guys right now going, so he's not coming because he didn't get paid. Am I making a mistake? Because you told me the money's coming and I took your word for it. And here I am. I'm lifting weights at 6 a.m. The strength coach keeps yelling at me, and I'm about to respond with, well, where's my money? I mean, there might be a part of Billy Napier right now that goes, you know, I really missed that place in Lafayette that had the breakfast. That was fun. French press. French press. Yeah. My pancakes were no problem at all. You know, maybe I should have taken the South Carolina job. Shane seems happy. They don't have any NIL problems. No. But now they don't. Well, look, Florida gave a glimpse of this in that athletic story months ago. They were, it was the story was well done. I think it was Andy, may not have been, maybe it probably was Andy, it was Florida. Um, Was talking about how the crowdsourcing didn't work. I'm using air quotes because Uh they had relied on it to such an extent and they had the billionaire that was fronting so much, but they were frustrated about getting money in hand that they'd had some success, but did not feel like the current model they were building and they were optimistic, but it was at that moment, it was not sustainable on what was coming. And then they had a bad football season. Well, you don't generate a lot more money typically during bad football seasons. And sometimes those pledges turn into not pledges during bad football seasons. And the difference between South Carolina and Florida, per my understanding is that South Carolina is not out there going, we'll give you $11 billion. Just come. South Carolina's like, no, here's the specific NIL that we will yeah. we'll do for you. This is what we got. This is what we've got. And even though we can't do this based on incentives, if you play better next year, we'll take care of we'll you. We'll take care of you. We'll bump it up. And so when you make these multi-million dollar deals with kids that are built on a five-year deal, they're, they're, they're going to ask for a lot of it up front. It's not them. It's not the kid. It's the people around the kid. It's the handlers. It's the uncles. It's the stuff. That are either literally doing it or convinced the kid to do it, one or the other. Yeah. And when somebody around them goes, we'll give you $11 billion. So what's your guess? It's going to get fixed? No, my guess is he ends up not at Florida. Where's he going to go? I don't know. What if they don't let him out the NIL? Well, he can get in the transfer portal. Look, if the NCAA, I know we're jumping a little here, if the NCAA sticks to it, some big news for them yesterday about the portal and that second transfer possibility, pretty hard line rules on getting a second transfer. Um, If you get into the portal, you go to a different school, and then you want to do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking for the exact wording right now. I have it here. As Marcelo said, it's simply put, it's going to be tougher, which is true. So it says the council... Well, I would say the council. They are, they are the, the, <laughs> the council. Yes. The council 
unanimously, even if it wasn't unanimous, it eventually was. <laughs> sure. Yes. And if it is not unanimous, that is not the final vote. It will pass. Then we're all going to vote again. Got it? Cool. All right. Sweet. Appreciate that. It's like, thank you. This is going to be unanimous. Yeah. Eventually. Outside of the non-game <laughs> thing where a couple schools are going to boycott so they can tell their fan base they did what they should do, even though they knew it was going to pass and probably wanted it in their own heads. A couple schools are going to vote present. Yes, a couple schools are going to vote for the eight-game conference schedule. So then they can go, we tried, guys. I know you want that extra win. We got bullied by the other people in the room. We did all we could. Yeah. And they're going to go, yeah, we're glad that nine-game went through. We're going to cash that check. ADs and coaches are fighting each other. Yes. All the ADs want the nine-game schedule, and several coaches want the extra win. Yes. That's what's happening, but the nine-game schedule is going to win. Yes. So it's already done. Yes. (laughs) The votes are in. Yeah, it is is not a democracy in the room that day. (laughs) No. So anyway, this is the waiver process for undergraduate student-athletes who are transferring for a second time. Each waiver request will be evaluated on a case-by-case basis, but moving forward, student-athletes must meet one of the following criteria to be granted a waiver to compete immediately. A demonstrated physical injury or illness or mental health condition that necessitated the student's transfer with supporting documentation, care plans, and proximity of the student's support system will be considered. Okay. Or... Exigent circumstances, can we not use another word? What are we doing? Exigent circumstances that clearly necessitate a student athlete's immediate departure from the previous school, i.e. physical assault or abuse or sexual assault, unrelated to the student's athletics participation. All other guidelines will no longer be used for waiver requests to compete during championship seasons that first occur in 2023-2024. The council agreed that athletics reasons, including lack of play in... Lack of playing time, position presence, position presence, and more um, should not warrant waiver relief. They recommend these changes to transfer, blah, 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 blah. Um, Anyone who knows me knows that I take mental health very seriously, but it seems to me that they left a very clear thing here. Hey, I've got mental health issues. I'm depressed. I need to go closer to home. But it's going to at least require you to go do some work. Go to to get care plan. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to actually follow through with documents and right. things it's not as easy as hey look i mean i agree but hey, i'm it's, sad it's, i need to go to i need to go and maybe to, that's the new grandma <laughs> sick i don't know like maybe that's it uh maybe that's where we're at now but i don't know the new grandma's yeah. sick i'm kind of sad that did not say anything about a head coach leaving, however, to no, get you out of any sort of it didn't because that would that would get into play in time and position presence and those 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 things. <laughs> yeah, I bet the council gets a lot of free St. Elmo's. <laughs> the council. Name tags say the council. <laughs> yeah. Robes. <laughs> yeah. That's robes. what I pictured them sitting up on a big dice yeah. with um with robes and kind of dark behind them, kind of a like a red curtain. Yeah, you have to like dark come kneel red, at the feet when you have a like request. a blood red curtain behind. So who's them. on the council? I don't know. Is that the thing that Sankey and Swarbrick are chairs of? I want it to be that, like the Wizard of Oz, sort of. You're going to see the the, the wizard. <laughs> the man behind the mirror. Fair. My head coach left. I got sad, as Ginger said. Yeah. I have mental anguish because my head coach <laughs> yeah. left. I need therapy. I feel abandoned. I have abandonment issues. Oh. 
Look, there will be some dumb waivers. I'm just telling. And then once it starts. No, you either hardlined or you let a slippery slope just take you on all the way down the water slide. One or the other. I know which way this is going. Okay. <laughs> well, they felt tough in the room. Gonna these hard, are the rules. Not going to hardline all these kids. Not going to do it. There's nothing that's happened in the past three years that makes me believe that suddenly they're going to draw a hard line. I'm with them. I think the rules make the, as the council passed make sense. I just don't think they're going to enforce them when it's flesh and blood. I don't. Still no uh, determination about Lamar Jackson's status for this weekend. Um, the NFL doesn't typically do the secretive thing. No. And so if he hasn't practiced, he hasn't practiced. And if he hasn't practiced now in 40 days or something like that, I might be off a day or two. I think it's 38. He sprained the PCL on December the 4th. So do the math. Yeah, something like that. Yes. 40 days. 40 ish days. I don't think he's playing on Sunday night. And Huntley was out there, the backup, but he wasn't throwing. Here's crazy Cincinnati and Buffalo both might play playoff games against third string quarterbacks Ooh. before meeting one another in Buffalo. Boy. That is going to be a really interesting game if we get it. You really want that game. You need two wins. I want that game because I kind of, there's a part of me that wants to see if the Bengals go, all right, cool, we'll be there. Or if the Bengals go, you know, we're going to come. But guys, this should be played in Atlanta. It really should because we were beating them. I know we don't want to talk about what happened on that play. And thank God he's okay. And I'm, I'm doing the Bengals thing for a minute. Yeah, sure. But that was first and 10 at the 48. We were marching. Well, Zach Taylor kind of did that. After he found out Hamlin was probably okay, Yeah, he sort of got there in that press conference that day. I, I'll, I'll say this. I think I think there, there will be – America seems to want to make the Bengals the heel for some reason. And I don't really get it, but I think the Bengals might own that, and it might be really interesting to watch – all right, we, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna pop the bubble on this fairy tale, and then I think the Bengals turn around and go, "Oh, and by the way, this game in Kansas City, it shouldn't be there. It should have been in Atlanta, but we're gonna show up." What's the rule on that? What is the weird? That game's neutral side if it's one or the the Bengals or the no B- Bills it's only right? only if it's Bills. Only if it's Bills Chiefs is it neutral side. Oh, if it's, really? If it's okay. Bengals Chiefs, because you had to be had the opportunity right. to catch right. Okay, gotcha. But the next week, if it's Bengals, Bills, I think the Bengals are going to go, this game shouldn't be in Buffalo, but we'll be there. Bring it. The question is also looming with the Ravens. And again, if he hasn't practiced, he hasn't practiced. And I think I did see some stat last week where, and maybe today was the critical day. Any player who was doubtful or out on Thursday had not played on Sunday this season. Yeah. I think was the way the, the stat had read. Um, but they don't have the contract yet. He turned down a $250 million contract at the end of last season that had 133 guaranteed. He wants a contract very similar to what Deshaun Watson got in Cleveland um, moving forward. Now, Baltimore can do one of two things. They could end up with him re-signing. They could do with another team, or they could franchise him. Now, do Ooh. that, and you got some stuff. But they do have a franchise tag left to use on him, but they want. <coughs> franchise tag is the average of the top salaries in the at the position. 
problem with it. It, it doesn't give him the big signing bonus no. payday. No, that, you're you're holding him hostage for a year. Yeah, that you're contractually able to do. But and that's when he's it's goes, your quarterback. And that's when he goes. You know, you could have put the tag on Roquan. You could have tagged Roquan. Just saying, that'd been a cheaper tag. Assuming that he doesn't play on Sunday and the and the Bengals beat the Ravens, mm-hmm. that's the assumption here is for the sake of the conversation. I'm going to say that Lamar Jackson's played his last game as a Raven. I think I agree. I think they trade him. Yeah, I think I agree. And I'm – it's interesting stuff. Like, and look, knock on wood, he's okay. Mm-hmm. And I hope I'm wrong. But this Tua thing's got a funny feel to it. Oh, it's, it's had a funny feel since the first one this season. Like, if you told me that Tua's played his last NFL snap. Period. Period. Buy or sell. I think today I buy. It does appear to have a really strange feeling. And I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, of course. I hope he, I hope he, if he wants to play, that he, he's able to play. But I just that 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 press conference. Has Ryan said anything about that? He's pretty. He's always focused down. I hadn't, there hadn't, hadn't talked to him about it. I was watching McDaniel's yesterday though, and it just there was something weird about the way that he answered, the way that he addressed it. Even though it was totally up front, it just kind of felt hmm. Hasn't passed the protocols. Isn't going to play. Is out. You know, realistically, they're not beating Buffalo with a third-team quarterback. I mean, that's that's not a realistic projection. And if that's the case, you go into the offseason and Miami would be shopping for quarterbacks, I would think. And again, if I'm the Bears, I'm sitting there going, hey, you know our number, right? You know the number. Call. Phone lines are open. Because they got that first pick. And if, 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 Mm-hmm. They're sold on Justin Fields as their guy. Then that pick is for sale. It is going to be sold to the highest bidder. Yeah, come get it. I mean, it is. We are moving this pick. I tell people there is a 0% chance, just so you know, there is a 0% chance that we take Will Anderson or, or the kid from Georgia. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. I don't know why I keep forgetting his name. There's a 0% chance we take that guy with the first pick. Zero. If you force our hand, we will take Bryce Young. So if you want Bryce Young, you're going to have to trade. Yeah, we'll take Bryce and be happy about it. So, and, hey. And, and the price is going to be expensive as hell. Just let you know. So bring if your, you don't want us to have him. Bring your war chest. Because we are not taking Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, number one. Not doing it. So you got four months to figure this out. Trade or Bryce Young? You want him? Figure it out. And that's when I wonder if one of those teams goes, all right, well, just to kick the conversation around, would you be interested in Lamar Jackson? There's no way, and I get he's stuck to his job too. The Texans general manager, his blood pressure is not down yet, right? No, no. Because it would just... Furious. Furious. Just take Bryce Young and this is all over. Yeah, 
get the first. He pick. has a really easy next three months. He can hold the jersey, and it's all done, and oh, we'll yeah. start marketing, and we have our quarterback. Oh, instead of him, yeah, Davis Mills. I mean, instead of Bryce Young walking on the stage and getting one of those jerseys that doesn't fit, you could have had the damn thing specifically tailored. We got months where he slips that thing on on the stage and wherever the Looks draft like is this year, and it's like, oh, that's that's just that's that is his game jersey. Because your team won a game. I mean, and you went for two. Shank the extra point. Can you imagine what was going? I mean, going? you would be down the sidelines yelling, going, no, 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 no. I. When they line up to go for two, got to be going, are, are, are you? Are we taking a knee? What? Are we, yeah, take, exactly. Take a yeah. knee right here. I mean, seriously, fall down, please. Or throw, I mean, throw the ball into the 18th row oh, and go, Merry Christmas. Prove we didn't do it. on. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. It slipped. Yeah. Whoops. My bad. They won. This isn't getting enough play because I would have paid. It changed the franchise. I would have. I would have lined up to kick the extra point and told my kicker, "Hey, there's a hundred thousand dollars in here for you to shank this." Yeah, kick it directly into your center's ass, or kick it so far wide. It looks like one of my golf shots. Yeah, just whoosh. yeah. I I missed it. It happens, and it's thirty five. It's not like it's no people miss extra points. It's not oh, the pressure all. got me. Whoops, sorry. I slipped. Damnedest thing. I slipped. I tell the holder drop the ball. Yeah, the snap here's, is bad. Hey, we'll make this easy. Yeah. Center, here's a hundred thousand dollars. Snap it on the ground. Hey, holder, here's a hundred thousand dollars. Do not make a hero play. Just mess it B- up. Muff it. Muff it. Hundred grand. Take the wife to a really nice uh, dinner on us. All good. No, go for two and make it. Oh no no. Because now, I mean, at a minimum, the Texans, the 12th pick that they also have is gone. Yeah. At a minimum, it's gone. Uh, And at a maximum, someone else is going to trade up into that spot and get Bryce Young, and I've got Davis Mills again. And Doors makes a great point. They hired a guy that they never intended to hire. They fired him after one year. And they hired him to fire him. They yeah. fired him after one year, and Lovey Smith was probably the guy laughing his ass off on the sideline. Yeah. Like, <laughs> enjoy your offseason. Because if I'm Lovey Smith, I'm out playing golf someplace going, yeah, we went for two. Did you see that? Yeah, tell them the that? story to everybody. Yeah. So what happened was. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. I'm going to drink this mimosa for just a moment. That's what I'd be. Because you, you left him with a parting gift. Are you? devastated them beyond words i mean you ruined the texans offseason and again if you're the bears and we just go back into this someone said it in the thing the, the bears aren't only in the they're not only in the driver's seat they own the fleet because they also have a hundred and whatever it is millions of dollars hundred something million dollars to go into the free agency they, they they are dealing from a position of total strength on a team that's nowhere near as bad now they're not good but they're nowhere near as bad as the typical. On a five-year stock market, you would contemplate very easily taking the Bears over the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I would. Yeah. I wouldn't even contemplate. I would just do it. Lions, tougher sell. They're good. Uh, I'd take the Lions over the Bears. Yeah. And the Vikings the, have been very steady. And the Vikings have been steady. Let's see this playoffs. Yeah. But the Vikings are a solid team. Oh, yeah, solid organization. Good. Even if they lose to the Giants, I'm they're not, not going to go, oh, they're done. No, no, they're good. No, they're fine. They're very well run. Yeah. Sean Payton already has interviews lined up with Denver, Arizona, and Houston. 
Okay, if I'm Sean Payton, I'm not going. I'm not. Not. You're not going to the circus in Houston. For I'm not going sure. to Houston. See, my question if I'm Sean Payton in Denver is, okay, but it's Russell Wilson. Like I got to ask real questions about Russell Wilson. Arizona. I got. I've got an injured collar right here's now. Here's the truth. I got to ask real questions about Kyler Murray. Now I like Kyler more than I like Wilson. Unless something really obvious comes up, if you're Sean Payton, don't you? I mean, you can't force him to go somewhere. Do you consider waiting another year? You're Sean sure. Payton. And you don't have to do the whole draft trade thing next year. Is there a scenario where the Saints go, hey, Sean, let's run this back? I don't know if he wants to do it. People around Payton, as I know a few people, have they think he's looking at legacy right now and trying to get a second franchise, mm-hmm. and frankly, one who has potential, but one who has never won, he's kind of locked into that challenge of, hey, if I could do this with the Saints and somebody else, sure. now sure. we're Hall of Fame, big the, time. Theo like, Epstein. Yeah, we're, we're slipping on the jacket. Yeah, people are like, why did Theo leave Boston? He could have stayed forever. Well, because if he did it someplace else, especially where and he there. did it, yeah. Yeah, he gets Boston and Chicago. I mean, he's first ballot. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. So I th- there's there's part of him that's looking for a situation with a similar opportunity. What, I just don't know if it's any of these three places. What is McVay doing? He told all of his coaches, if you if you want to leave, I'm not going to stop you. The one dude went back to Kentucky. The that was kind of already happening yeah. anyway. But But he's told the rest of his staff, like, I could stop it, but I won't. If you need to look for another job, do. Because I don't know what I'm doing. Again, I know no one around the Rams at all, personally. The media out there seems to believe he's going to come back for one more season okay. and then hang it up. And he and Stafford will both ride off in the after sunset. one more year. I mean, he's got his title. Jason McIntyre, who I kind of hit or miss with last time, he was on. He was talking to Cowherd yesterday or the day before. I thought he had an interesting take that would make some sense. Matthew Stafford to the Jets. Oh. For a run. Get one or two years, could throw in the wind, still got the big arm. Well, they have a lot there. The defense is good. Yeah. Get Brees Hall back. There's a lot there if you had a quarterback. Yeah. The problem they've got is that division has got Buffalo in it, and you're just like, okay. What are you selling out for? This is for the NFL's king. Just – you can talk about the NFL just nonstop. Well, now it has that, so many storylines that it's you can do it nonstop. Because of the lack of draft picks, I don't. Somebody said in the stream, Peyton could just wait to see if McVay left the Rams next year. Okay, the problem right now is even if he they left, the Rams could not replace McVay with Peyton because they don't have anything to give the Saints. Yeah, neither one of those teams have draft picks. Right. So there's nothing to barter with. I mean, you're not. But if McVay stayed one more year. Peyton, the way I understand Peyton it, Peyton is in his penalty. last year with that okay. situation. Yes, because right now the Saints, that's the part of this. Peyton essentially doesn't get full control either. I mean, he says yes to jobs. The Saints get to pick. Right. Because they're trading for him. I mean, it's a trade. Does he have... Uh, I mean, it's veto power, I okay. think. But I don't think he has... If there's two, and he's like, yeah, I'm fine with either. I think the Saints get to pick it. Okay. So whatever deal is better for them. I mean, if I'm Sean, I'm not giving up 
Peyton, I'm not giving up that kind of freedom. I'm not going, okay, yeah, I'll go to Denver or the Rams. No, no, no. Or the Saints go, okay, you want to come back here or you want to go to Denver? Those are your options. Or do you want to sit out? But if you want to coach today, it's either us or Denver. What did he do this past year, just hang out? TV. Because somebody asked him yesterday, do you have any interest in meeting? Because there's some Tampa Bay buzz on their coach being out. And uh, he's like, do you have any interest in teaming up with Brady for one final year? And he made some comment about how the only way we're going to do that is if Tom comes and joins me on TV. Okay. So. I mean, Sean Payton's been down the old quarterback route. I mean, that can't be what he's thinking. Hey, I, I got this playbook that's completely limited because my quarterback's old. So I'm going to go put the same playbook in with an even older quarterback. Yes. Makes no sense. No. So. We'll have Neil's picks up. Uh, I think Saturday morning. Brian's are in. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Saturday, Sunday, Monday games yep. for uh, yep. for this weekend. So um, we'll have that. So up rebelgrub.com should something happen. Um, we're monitoring guys. It just kind of is what it is right now. As we get into the, uh, the middle of January, Ole Miss has an opening. A lot of talk about another potential opening going on. Yeah. Um, I don't, for I'll, let's be transparent here. I don't expect, and I could be wrong because again, it's pretty tight lipped over there. I don't expect there to be a new cornerbacks coach hired until this defensive coordinator thing which might not be a thing, but appears to be somewhat of a thing, gets settled. As long as it's up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with that. And so until that happens, people like – someone sarcastically asked me yesterday, is there a cornerback's coach hot board? And it was, number one, that's funny. Number two, I wouldn't even know where to start. <clears throat> no. And number three, it would be a total guess. Yeah, there's just too many question marks right now. And again, I mean, it's Lane. He could hire somebody in 10 minutes. But, um, that's... And then we'll have recruiting coverage as well. Um, I expect there. I was told yesterday, quote, a couple, end quote, of visitors expected this weekend. I did not get the impression that either of those had been finalized. I don't know who they are. I have a guess on one. That's it. Um, waiting on a couple of guys. Frankly, I expected some news yesterday that has not yet happened. So maybe it happens today. Um. We will have uh, McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel, at 3 p.m. Central Time today. Um, that, so that'll be at 3. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. Taping, I'll taping Butcher versus Spin Instructor, presented by LB's Meat Market this afternoon. I'll put that up at some point Friday. Okay. So that's that. Appreciate everybody on the stream, as always. Have a safe few days here. We'll be back very soon. Talk to you then. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.